0: 15 years of marriage. Christric. Mark and Christine, they were tired after 15 years of marriage. Christine, most of all, she was done with Mark's daily routine of ignoring her needs and, well, just falling well short of her hopes and dreams of what a husband would be. Their arguments were gaining momentum. They were tearing down the safety net of commitment. They wanted to make their marriage work. So, well, they came up with a plan. Okay, Christine circled back to a plan she had suggested before. For one month, she proposed, they each get a box and drop a slip in it each time the other did something wrong. It would be called the fall... Fo- the fo- Mark and Christine were tired after 15 years of marriage. Christine, most of all, she was done with Mark's daily routine, ignoring her needs and, well, honestly, just falling well short of her hopes and dreams of what a husband would be. Their arguments were gaining momentum and just tearing down the safety net of commitment. They wanted to make their marriage work, so they came up with a plan. Well, Christine circled back to a plan She had suggested some time before. For one month, she proposed, they each get a box and drop a slip in it each time the other did something wrong. It would be called the fault box, a place each of them could keep a tally to let the other know about daily irritations. Christine was diligent in her efforts and approached dropping note after note after note into the box. Leaving the jelly tip off the jar. Wet towels on the floor again. Dirty socks. Not in the hamper. Faithfully submitting her complaints to be discussed later. After a month passed, sitting at the table for dinner, Mark and Christine exchanged their boxes. The husband reflected on what he had done wrong, and the list was long. There were a lot of slips in his box. Then Christine opened her box when she began reading, but she noticed right away each message was the same. Every single note Mark dropped in the box was exactly the same statement. What was written on those Slips of paper Mark dropped throughout the month on every single slip. Christine read. When's the last time you had a professional marriage expert give you advice? Proven strategies to help you overcome the miserable arguments and fights that keep coming back again and again and again. You know what I'm talking about. Is your relationship struggling with difficulty communicating? Maybe it's just a lack of intimacy and feeling disconnected. Or maybe you feel stuck because of those same stupid arguments. You just can't seem to get past. Hey, if resentment is becoming a problem, don't waste another moment. Join the VIP inner circle. Head on over to smalleyinstitute.com and get live help. Throughout the week, with yours truly, me. Allow me the chance. I want the chance to help to give you the proven strategies that I know work. I've researched these things personally. And anything I'm going to use to help you has been proven effective by other researchers. So I'm telling you, these things work. Personalized coaching, well, that's not all you're going to get with the VIP Inner Circle membership, you'll gain instant access to a massive vault of marriage education online courses. You're going to get downloadable couples exercises. Man, you can print these things out and use them in the moment to make sure your relationship doesn't become miserable. You'll have access to free monthly webinars and very cool online assessments to help you know exactly the growth areas for you that need to change. Smalleyinstitute.com. Join the family with the VIP Inner Circle membership. Oh, and one other thing. Join me live September 11th through the 13th for a three-day virtual couples retreat. By the end of the first day alone, you're going to have a marriage dream statement, which is basically a vision statement. Why is this important? Because it's critical to know the purpose for your marriage and having a clear vision of what you want your marriage to be and how you want it to impact your children and community. Develop this vision and purpose for your marriage and watch your struggles become totally irrelevant. After you have this real live marriage vision statement, Saturday and Sunday, are going to focus on sexual intimacy, healthy communication, and lots of chances for Q&A so I can help you specifically. Register today. Spots are limited for the Married on Purpose live virtual couples retreat, September 11th through the 13th. You can do it right now. Don't waste another second. Smalleyinstitute.com. On those slips of paper Mark dropped throughout the month, on every single slip, Christine read, I love you. It's a message about forgiveness and not, not holding wrongs, not keeping track of hurts and problems and legitimate, many times, frustrations with other people. Matthew 18, 21, and 22, Jesus said, you know, talked about this, and I think it was Peter who asked, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? I mean, as many as seven times, Jesus said to him in response, I do not say to you seven times, but 70 times seven. Oh, Now, I'm guessing Jesus assumed that Peter wasn't any good at math, but what was he trying to say? As we take a deep dive into this command from Christ, I wanted to start off with a quote from one of my favorite pastors, John Piper. Jesus' disciples are aware of how maddening it can be when someone sins against us, not just once, but over and over Few things make us angrier. So Jesus' disciple, Peter, said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Is, I mean, are we talking like seven times? Jesus said back, no, it's seven times 70. The question cries out to be asked, how in the world is that possible when someone has hurt us for the hundredth time? So on that 101th time, and I get the frustration, I understand the hopelessness that can arise when we just feel like our spouse, our parent, our sibling, our kid just isn't getting it, and they're not going to change. They're not doing anything differently. The kingdom of heaven is tied to the power of our choice to forgive. The poor wretch threw himself at the king's feet and begged, give me a chance and I, I, I swear I'll pay it back. Touched by his plea, the king let him off, erasing the debt. That's Matthew 18, 26 and 27. Forgiveness is not just a thing for our own good. It is the manifestation on this world. It is the manifestation of our belief and obedience to God. It is the reason Jesus shed his blood on the cross, even though we didn't deserve it. The point of this parable in Matthew 18 is that the weight of our sin is incalculable. The amount that is mentioned in Scripture that was owed King Herod would literally be equivalent to saying something like like this in today's world. He owed gazillions of dollars. It was an insurmountable debt. It was an exaggeration. No amount of good works, going to church, reading your Bible, can ever repay our debt. And even our most obnoxious behavior, Christ has already forgiven what we've done, what we're doing, And what we will do. Piper goes on to write The point of this parable is that God has no obligation to save a person who claims to be his disciple if that professing disciple has not received the gift of forgiveness for what it really is infinitely precious, amazing, undeserved, heart humbling, mercy awakening. If we claim to be forgiven by Jesus, but there is no sweetness of forgiveness in our hearts for other people. God's forgiveness just isn't there. It comes down to your heart, friends. When you pray the sinner's prayer, did you mean it? Like, you know, and everybody has that story, and I wish I was like everybody because it seems like many of the Christians I meet, they know the date. It was August 12th, 1982. I don't remember dates. So I couldn't tell you. I know I prayed it at some point, but if you've ever listened to anything I've ever done, you know, I don't actually think salvation has anything to do with a one-time prayer. It's an act of life, of following and obeying him, and how we treat others, how we react. Jesus is confronting the person who claims to be his disciple. He is not obligated to forgive you, as Piper said. You might ask yourself, and this is a really critical question to ask yourself today, do I really believe those choosing bitterness and unforgiveness are working directly against God's will and command to forgive others? No matter how many times, no matter what unfair evil act is perpetrated against us, if we do not forgive, We are telling God we do not actually believe. To forgive is not an option. It's a demand. When's the last time you had a professional marriage expert give you advice? Proven strategies to help you overcome the miserable arguments and fights that keep coming back again and again and again. You know what I'm talking about. Is your relationship struggling with difficulty communicating? Maybe it's just a lack of intimacy and feeling disconnected. Or maybe you feel stuck because of those same stupid arguments. You just can't seem to get past. Hey, if resentment is becoming a problem, don't waste another moment. Join the VIP inner circle. Head on over to smalleyinstitute.com and get live help throughout the week with yours truly me. Allow me the chance. I want the chance to help, to give you the proven strategies that I know work. I've researched these things personally, and anything I'm gonna use to help you has been proven effective by other researchers. So I'm telling you, these things work. Personalized coaching, Well, that's not all you're going to get with the VIP inner circle membership. You'll gain instant access to a massive vault of marriage education online courses. You're going to get downloadable couples exercises. Man, you can print these things out and use them in the moment to make sure your relationship doesn't become miserable. You'll have access to free monthly webinars and very cool online assessments to help you know exactly the growth areas for you that need to change. SmalleyInstitute.com. Join the family with the VIP Inner Circle Membership.